Welcome to another exciting episode of the Isaac Boys Podcast. Doing the ghosts alongside terrorizing and alongside our um, last week's MIA um, guest here, Mr. Wolfman. Hey. Put him on blast last week, so he, I guess we, we guilt trip him into actually showing up. But, <laughs> but nah, all jokes aside, good to have you back on the podcast. Um, coming off your, um, your honeymoon there, huh? Yep. Cancun. Man, what a what a fun place! I'm sure. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, we, we'll definitely um get into it, but um yeah, this is our fiftieth episode, episode five zero, and um yeah, it's been quite a ride so far. I mean, we've it's been quite the journey. We've had um a lot of ups, a few downs, but um all in all, the whole process has been good, and you know, you guys you guys like the content, and we like to bring it to you. So, and uh, we've gotten some kind words from a. A lot of our listeners that um, I'm sure you guys will get a chance to hear um, later on the podcast. So, um, without any further ado, let's just uh, let's just get into it. So, um, yeah, Mister Married Man, a whole week of being married. How how, how you feeling? The same. There you go. That's, <laughs> that's the that, that's the best answer you could say. That's the best answer you could have. Dude, like people keep telling me, like everything is gonna change. And by me, I guess because I don't have kids yet, you know and. Well, that, that that definitely will change things up a bit, but all in all, try to keep things as much the same as possible. Yep, um, that's my advice. I mean, it, it. I mean, things don't always stay the same. Things will change, but as long as you can handle the change, and as long as you guys grow together and uh, communicate, is a, a big thing that keeps coming up with uh, all relationship issues. So, definitely keep the lines of communication open, and you'll be all right. Mm. That's so, not bad so far. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Anything fun in Cancun to do? Uh, Anything noteworthy? I mean, I saw some ruins that were about as fun as old rocks could be. There you go. Um, <laughs> Giving you Mortal Kombat vibe or? Not even. Mm. Giving me the people who used to live here didn't want to live here no more, and I don't know why I'm here. Mm, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> Very well said. <laughs> but, um, you know, very nice... Um, scenic views and pretty beaches and a lot of women with their bodies done and you know the views are uh, hey, 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 hey. are amazing I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> you're off the market now sir so yeah uh, gotta give me eyes to look so <laughs> yeah, yeah but um Doesn't mean you can't read the menu right the wild of society was cool you know nice little honeymoon nice little um, getaway the room actually came with a hot tub oh nice damn bro I'm sure they're still scrubbing it right now. Bro. <laughs> room service, please. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Room, anytime you can do room service, I always recommend it. It's a, I mean, yeah, when you're home, you can you eat in your room anyway, whatever, but you yeah, nothing like being a nice, luxurious room and having so, them just bring you food. Dude, the, the, the view from the room, like legit, <clears throat> was like something out of like a, like a script from a movie, dude. Like, there was a beach, people are always in the water, like, partying, <laughs> seagulls, like, dude, like, it looked so like scripted, dude, yeah, it was like, is this even real? Yeah, is the sunset on your, on your view? Yeah, yeah. What more can you ask for? Dude, like, the sunset, and even if you go at night, like, the moon, the moon was, like, straight in front of the hotel, so, like, you just see like, the light cast on the water, like, 
Dude, yeah. So it was nice. It was nice. Yeah. Money well spent. I don't know about that, but it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, congratulations again, of course. Um, we've all, you know, out of the three of us, we've all taken that step now. So, so it's it's definitely a journey. Um, me being the one taking it first, uh, being the veteran in the in the room, I guess. It's definitely a journey. It's um, it definitely helps to be married to your best friend, because. There are times you'll be like, why am I doing this to myself? Like, I, I, you know, I don't want to be here kind of a thing. But there's also times where you're like, man, like, if I didn't have this person in my life right now, God knows where I'd be. So you definitely got to find, well, make sure that, you know, the one you're married to is, is, is your best friend. So, And judging by how I see you guys interact, I'm sure you're, you're right there with me. So, Yeah, I mean, I would, I would definitely agree, you know. It ain't been too long, but been together... Six six years now, I think. So damn, damn plus, damn um, plus. Yeah, dude, been really good friends, and now we're freaking married. Yeah, and it's um, sharing assets and all that good stuff. Yeah, feels good. Government sees you as one. But um, yeah, let's get into the gaming stuff. I'm sure our listeners are yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, ready to throw up at this point. But um, but yeah, um, we've been playing this week. Um. Found a new little gem, actually. Um, yeah, it's 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 amazing that how how Game Pass just have these games available, and there's games that I'll you know outside of Game Pass, I don't think I'd spend my money on, but this game has um has a lot of potential, I think. Spit it out. <laughs> what is it? Let me build it. Come on, man. <laughs> but anyways, have, have you heard of Project Winter? No. Okay. A game I haven't heard about. No, what is this? Uh, that's, 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 that's tough because you are definitely on top of these things. But it's in the same vein of uh, Among Us. Okay, of course. But it's a, uh, it's not as, you know, just jump in and play. There's actually a learning curve to the game, and it's not as easy as Among Us. Hmm. So, essentially, this game you're, I think it's eight survivors. Mm-hmm. The name, of course, of the game is Project Winter. So, eight survivors. You're in the middle of this, you know, snowy wilderness type thing, and you gotta, of course, make your escape. So you have to craft items. You gotta, you know, repair certain things to then call a rescue vehicle to then escape. Sounds easy enough. But of course, among you are at least two two traitors that are there, of course, to sabotage and kill everybody. That's the, the, That's the premise of the game. The yeah. premise of the game. But I would say the way the game, the execution of the game, at first glance you'll be like, "And eh, what's this?" But after two or three games, you're like, "Oh yeah, there's a lot of potential there." <laughs> because of course, as a trader, you have to you know embrace your inner serial killer, and um, that's easy, <laughs> <laughs> and go around you know killing people. But what I like about the game, of course, is it's not just jump in and play because you have to learn how to. To craft certain things, you gotta learn how to, you know, find the parts that you need. It has a very, you know, survival aspect to it as well because you have to eat, you gotta stay warm, and that kind of thing. To, to me, the game, it, it doesn't even need the traders in the game. The game is hard by itself. Just to escape a Just to survive the wilderness. You know, you have bears, you have wolves, you have all kinds of stuff that could kill you. And just to go through this whole process of 
repairing the communication tower to, to then call, you know, for, for help. That whole process is enough to kill you without somebody else trying sure. to sabotage everything. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, what I find about this game too is that once you find out it's like one of your friends is a traitor, it's 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 one of the most <laughs> upsetting things <laughs> in the game because I mean there's some people that are you know are good at it, some people are actually absolutely terrible at it, but when people are good at it and you're like you actually build trust, like I've heard people just you can hear their hearts break. Mm. Like, because the, the strategy I've developed is to, to, just to be the chef. Because you can gain so much trust just by doing that. So what I do as the game starts, um, I craft a weapon so I can go harvest food. And I'm always harvesting food, bringing it back to the cabin. Because a lot of times people are just focused on the objective, and they're not focusing on surviving. So they're coming back to the cabin, starved. They're like, oh man, does anybody have any food? You know, And to, to not have food in those instances, in those instances you're losing life, so... So I've always been the guy to, to bring food. Whether I'm a trader or not, I would play that role. Because as a trader, I can poison the food. I was just about to ask, like, um, can you poison the food? Yes. So there's little things like that. So, But if you poison the food, people will be like, hey, you know, you gave me something poison. So that's why I just leave it in the cabin. So if someone finds something poison, I'll be like, oh, I just dropped the food. Maybe someone let someone else drop the poison. Because there's usually a crowd in the cabin. So you can, you can, you can talk your way out of it. But yeah. A lot of little setups, but one of the uh, the funniest things that happened for for using the str- the the chef strat is that um I was do I was so good at being a chef that at the end of the game like two guys just came in the cabin and they're like dude you're the last dude it, it, it was a two it was the two traders like dude you're the last guy and it it took us a while to actually come and kill you because you actually you know saved us from death like on the brink of death so like you know. We appreciate you and everything, but, you know, the game has to end, so well, we'll give you the choice, you know, we can kill you, or you can just walk off into the cold, or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, um, yeah, let me think about it for a minute, and I, I, you know, I dropped all my items and everything, I'm like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just walk it off. And the blizzard came in, and I just walked off into the cold. Damn. But the cold wasn't killing me quick enough, and one of them stuck up and put a shotgun <laughs> to the back of my head, so. <laughs> but, um, yeah, a very interesting game. And, yeah, there's times where, you know, when you get screwed, you get screwed. Yeah, you get. Yeah, I, I've, I, I mean, I've, I, I've, I definitely enjoy the game. There's a lot of, and and what I like about it too, there's a, there's there's, prog- there's unlike Among Us, there's progression as well. So like, to unlock certain cosmetic stuff, you know, there's like a progression. You got to do certain challenges. You know, there's there's stuff to unlock. So it's not just jump in, play, jump out. You know, there's there's a prog- there's a reason to come back and play each time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's loot boxes in it. You know. All that kind of stuff, you know. So it's, there, there's there's a reason to keep playing, uh, like unlike Among Us, where it's just you're just playing for fun. Um, but yeah, definitely a lot of a lot of backstabbing, man. I I, I well, the strategy I use, I was kind of guarding the the um, the objectives because because someone can always come and sabotage it. I, I would say, okay, I'm gonna be the person that's gonna guard it, whether I'm the traitor or the not. traitor or not. Yeah. Um, and in that, it, 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 it it's, it's easy to sabotage because every time somebody goes in, puts a part in, you can go in, take it out. You yeah, know, you you can. That's the thing about the game is you can be going through so much hell to craft these parts, putting them in the objective, and someone just comes and snatches them out, hiding them in a, a in body, the bush. throwing them in the bush. Like you'll never find <laughs> these things. It's it's so frustrating. It, it, it favors the trader too much. I, I find. yeah, the game. It's it's too easy to be a trader, but it's so hard to survive. Sounds like my type of game. <laughs> 
Dude, and, like, and and the thing is because they because they let two people be traitors out of eight people, you can get you, you actually end up being the traitor more often than like than I would say in Among Us, where you go through like ten games and you're not the imposter. You know? Yeah. But yeah, like I I mean if, as far as um sabotaging, I, I've done that many times, and like just the rage people that they, 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 they you know they express from like you know putting all this effort into this thing, I was like, wait, how are we still at zero percent? Where did all the parts go? And I'm just taking these things out, hiding them in crates, throwing them in the bush, just wherever. It's, it, it's so frustrating. And then when, when, you, when you actually, you know, make the turn, like, which happens, because not everyone's good at the game, because it's still fairly new. So there are people that, you know, make the turn, but they're not, you know... Not very... They're not very, they're not very intelligent, you know, not very tactful. smart about how they do it. Not very tactful. So, you know, you they would come, you know, hey, hey, come help me do this kind of a thing. And then they just start swinging on you when, when it's just the two of you, which... I mean, you have enough life that you can, you can kind of survive it, the most part, but... See, see what, what I do, I always, I always act like I'm, I'm in need. So I'm like, hey, um, you got, I'm, I'm starving, you have any food? You know, how's your life? You know? And some people be like, man, I don't have any food, my life's slow. I'm like, oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's going to take, like, two swings, and that's sometimes one swing, and it's like... I, 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 meanwhile, I'm at full health. I have food ready just in case of, like, if the fight goes, you know. Well, like, right. can, you, can you fight back? Or? Yeah, you can, you, fight, fight. you can fight back, but mm. sometimes when someone just starts swinging on you, like, if get, you're already hurt. Then they get, like, two swings in on you before you get one. Is like, mm. you're oh, not winning that fight. One, another thing about the game that I heard, everyone's complaining about is the aiming. Yeah. Because the you can craft guns, there are crossbows and stuff like that, but. Guns suck. The aiming, is, like, the ranged weapons are terrible in the game. Which, hopefully, hopefully they fix it. But it does work out in a sense, though, where you start swinging at someone and they pull a gun on you. Mm-hmm. Chances are you can get away from them because, you know, the shooting is terrible in the game. But there's, like, a bunch of traps. There's, like, landmines. Traps there's bear traps. You can put poison on the objective. So if someone touches the objective, they're poisoned. And so it's poison, like, an insta-kill? Or no, like it's an insta-kill. Over time? But, but what it does, it, it, it's, it's uh, over time, it, it, your it life keeps your life. depleting. So there's two kinds of life. So when your life is full, it's green. But if you're if you're poisoned or if the coal is hurt harming you, there's like a, the green comes on and it exposes the red. Mm. Now the red can recover once you you know take some healing items or whatever. Mm. Um, once but if you yeah once you're poisoned, you, it, 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 it eliminates all the green, so yeah. you're pretty much one shot. Mm. But it happens over time, so you, you can poison everybody and just let the let the elements deal with them pretty much. But the thing is like once you're once you're poisoned, also the next thing is like your character throws up every now and again, so like. If you're trying to do something like he, now he has to throw up it like it, it, it stops it, yeah. it stops the animation and stuff like that so being poisoned but you can, also you can craft you know medicine and stuff I was gonna say like there must be like a yeah antidote or something yeah and there's there's a ton of weapons too in the game there's smoke grenades oh and, and as, as a trader which we forgot to mention the cool thing is like there's um like trader crates throughout the map and they're, they're pretty much far out mm-hmm. so as a trader the way you can tell if someone's a trader if they, if you don't see them for a while, chances are they're a trader because they're out in the elements and, and these, these crates have items that help them survive like food, energy drinks, vodka, weapons, poison, like whatever they could need. They can just get throughout the map yeah. and firewood and stuff like that too. So Another thing you could do is like if you, if you know someone's a trader, you can exile them. So now they can't touch any objectives. They can't touch the cabin. The cabin. And the cabin is the only place you can craft stuff, so... Once you can't touch the cabin, it's, it's like if, if you don't have any firewood on you, and you can't craft and, and you can't get to the cabin, you can't craft any. You're you're you're, you're screwed because you're like now you you have to find ways to stay warm. 
I've, sure. I, I've been exiled and you're just going through your trader crates you're finding vodka vodka keeps you warm sometimes and like sometimes you find firewood but like it's rough when you're exiled so can you can you only exile traders or no you can exile anyone you can exile anyone so once three people vote you that's it you're, you're exiled so innocent can be exiled. A, 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 a trader can trick you into exiling yeah innocent yep <laughs> it's a lot of backstabbing a lot of a lot of con work I've, I've been screwed sometimes too yeah because uh another th- there's and the cool oh, thing is about yeah. all, all the all the innocent people there's different um different roles or different yeah they, they give everyone the, as the game says they give everyone a different role so you can be a scientist you can be a medic each have different perks that they can do mm-hmm. um one role is called an identity thief where He's a neutral party. He's so a neutral party. He's not on the innocent or the, the traitors. But he can choose throughout the game. <laughs> but the only way he can choose is by um, finding a dead body and stealing their identity. Hmm. So it's kind of cool. But, but on, on um, any of the dead bodies, any, anyone can, you know, can steal someone's identity in a sense. But you yeah. won't steal... Well, you can't steal their identity. You can steal their, their clothes mm. for the most part. But... As an identity thief, you could steal their clothes and their role as well. So whatever their role was, you you can be that now. And uh, so the trader can also steal clothes and identity as well, mm-hmm. which is uh, like to me the game again. The game favors traders. Like I've had a game where, like these guys, and this was last night even. They gave me a they gave me because one of the objectives needed a battery, so I, I was carrying the battery. But they sent me by myself, and the, the whole time I was I was I was calling you. I was like, I need somebody to come with me to put this battery in. As I reach over there, bear trap, crap, grab my foot, and this guy runs. I, I don't even know where he run from, but he, he wasn't nowhere around. <laughs> out of nowhere, he come and he, he start killing me. So I start calling. Oh yeah, you also have radio, you also yeah. craft walkie talkies. So yeah. I'm, I'm on the radio. I'm like, Which help, dying. I'm calling his name. This person is killing me. This person is killing me. Help. Before anybody gets to me, I'm dead now. He takes my clothes <laughs> and my identity. Now, so now he has my name. Yeah. He doesn't. But the thing is, my character was. Is, uh, and I, I thought next thing I like, like my character being a fat guy because he, he was skinny so he put on my clothes but he don't, he don't look like me but nobody ain't really paying attention to who look like this unless you're playing with people regularly and you know how people character mm-hmm. look and you know okay that this you know, this Isaac boy this is how he look whatever so he, he like because I called his name he take my name my clothes and by the time people re- by the time he reach he was saying that I was the one well he, he, he see me dead like everybody see and like now I have his name so now he, he's, he's saying that yeah, he I, I attack him and he killed me <laughs> and people didn't realize it ain't even the same voice so now they're saying oh like everybody was like talking shit for me for a long time I'm like meanwhile okay, while, while you die you could be a ghost and you could walk around and stuff here everybody's talking shit about me and shit I was like <laughs> is him still though like and he, and, <laughs> and he among everybody like none happened and I was like and you can't, you can't even do nothing to help them nope so it's like it's, there's a lot of it's a very interesting game. It, 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 I wouldn't say it's for everybody because it could get annoying when it comes to crafting. Like this objective needs fifteen of an item, uh, like of a particular item. You have to craft the item, so you got you, you have to go loot, find the, the the you know the resources, then bring it back to the cabin to then craft. To then craft, and it, it could it could be a chore. And one of the worst things is, is jumping in lobbies where people are not playing the objective, yes, because the game is hard enough. If everybody plays objective, the game is hard enough. They don't jump into lobbies where people are just doing their own thing. They're just happy to be playing the game and they're just out, you know, looting and surviving and creating stuff that's nothing to do with the game. It's like, why are you here, dude? But, um, but yeah. Definitely Project Winter. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll download it. I'll it's free. Check it out. Game Pass. Game Pass. 
Mm. And it's not even it's not even that big a game you can download it in, in the night. Cool. Even, even with even with our crappy internet. Does it like look like Among Us or is it no, like no, graphics? No, no, no. It's, it's it's 3D. It's 3D, 3D graphics. Oh, okay. Um, but it's not. It's simplified. It's not. It, too, it's not a 3D camera for like you can't control the camera or anything. It's just it's a fixed camera, mm. kind of overhead view. Um, but it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's you, you can change the way your character looks. Uh, all the items that you get in the game, in terms of you know from loot crates and stuff, is all cosmetic. So you can really you know dive into that if you see a certain look you want you can really dive into that and get it and it's, yeah. it's cool yeah definitely worth checking out yeah uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of cool roles too as well one of the roles of course is as a scientist the scientist can revive people can bring people back to life but I, I've never seen anybody do it though I've never seen anybody do it but it tells you it tells you how to do it but it's, I guess it's, it's, it's a process it's a long process and nobody even bothers with it I was like a Frankenstein type of thing or yeah just... you can bring someone back to you life got, you, got, you gotta take their heart out because what, 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 like, when you, you find a dead body, you can you can take out someone's heart. Mm. Whether you you can cook it if you mm. want, eat it, eat it. Um, but as a scientist, if you take someone's heart out, you can you have to take it to some lab mm-hmm. and do some shit. And but, but the person's ghost has to still be around though, because as, as you die, you can leave if you want. But if the ghost is still around, you can you can put it back in, into a body. Well, I think you need a, you need a dead body too as well. To my knowledge, I don't know. It's I haven't it's really a problem, done it. Yeah, no one's really done it. But um. But I think if you master it, you'll, you'd, you'd have a lot of value to your to your team, most definitely. Yeah. Um, what was the other one that was a, a cool one? Oh, there's a detective. Detective, that's the one, yeah. So as a detective, you can uh, investigate dead bodies to find out who killed them, whether it's an ele- the elements or uh, an animal or a traitor. So that's kind of cool. So as a detective, you know, you, you can also go to the lab and create something that's called truth serum. <laughs> so if someone's a, if someone's an imposter and you stick them, they will let you know. Yeah, this person is, and it will let everybody know. Wow. So Man, that game sounds a lot deeper than Among Us. It's a lot deeper than Among it's, Us, and it's it, it, it's it, it's 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 to me sometimes it's too deep to a fault, but it's it's still good. Like there's there's so much things that you don't even like in in game to game you don't even do or interact with like to do the whole revive somebody takes so much time and effort is like. When like when will you have time to do that? When you have the objective to do, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and each game is a is a half hour. So well for the for the, the normal game, it's mm-hmm. a half hour to to get everything done. Um, After that half hour, an extreme blizzard comes and is like, no fire can cool you at that point. Like the, yeah, the, 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 the fire in the, the, the cabin gets the cabin out. gets out and it's just like, just, you you just have to you have it depends on how well you are at that at that point. Yeah. You, you so you, you can craft firewood and like survive somewhat, but the cold is too it's, it's, it's extreme blizzard. So, but also if we fail to mention, there's also events that yes. happen throughout the game. There's events, like global events that happen throughout the game. There's a few of them, and they're all pretty annoying, and they all can kill you Anytime. if you're not prepared. So one of them is that everyone gets teleported to random locations in the map, just randomly. Everyone just get wherever you are, random Ooh. location in the map. So you can spawn right next to a bear. You can spawn... It has happened to me. ...in the middle of nowhere. And now you have to find your way back. So if you don't have the things on you to survive the wilderness, you are screwed. Yep. Not only that, but the, the traders, because there, there are signs that tell you... Where the cabins where are. Where the cabins are. The traders can turn them around. Traders can turn them around. <laughs> so you could be following a sign, and it sends you in the opposite direction. And you would not know. Nice. So that, that screws you. There's also an event where everyone turns into the same character. Which is a which creepy is a, looking bunny. It's a creepy bunny. They, they play like creepy music or whatever. So everyone turns into this bunny. 
So now everyone looks identical. So now the trader can do whatever, whatever he, wants. he wants. Attack people and kind of get away with it. That's pretty screwed because it lasts for a good while too. So that's kind of annoying. And then there's also another event where everyone gets locked out of the cabin. So I again, read, I never read that one. Oh, you ever seen that one? Uh-uh. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it, it doesn't last too too long like the others, but yeah, there's one where it locks everyone out of the cabin and you're you just if you can't what? you're just out of the cabin for a little while. Just gotta bear it. Two things I always have on me is firewood and my axe. Lumberjack. Yep, and he looks like a lumberjack too. Fat one too. <laughs> but yeah, Project Winter. Ton 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 of fun. Wow. I highly recommend you know. People check it out. I mean, it may be your company, it may not, but hey, if you have Game Pass, why not? Yeah, I mean, I what have I been playing, dude? I've been playing Switch a oh, lot. Really? Yeah. What are you playing on Switch right now? Hades. Hades, yeah, I figured. Hades is fantastic, dude. Like, if you don't know about Hades, Google, YouTube, do something. I've, I've seen like it caught, but I, I never really clicked on anything. Oh my god, dude! This this game deserves game of the year like ten times over. Really? Oh my god, it's fantastic, and it's 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 a roguelite, and you just um, you play as the son of Lord Hades, Zagreus, and your goal is to escape Tartarus. That's it. So, like, when you first turn on the game, like, you're, you're literally in the process of escaping. You just drop, and you just begin to play. And, like, you, uh, you go through Tartarus, and you keep getting the help from the gods of... of Greek of, mythology? Of, of, yeah. So, like, Aphrodite, Athena, mm-hmm. Artemis, Ares, and each god gives you different powers. And this is... How the game like really gets addicting because you could like mix and match powers too so like like you could get um powers from poseidon which is obviously water-based and they like knock people around so you could like slam everybody into walls and then you can mix that with like zeus so now you're slamming people into walls plus you're shocking them hmm. and the game is beautiful the soundtrack is like this kind of like heavy metal Mixed with like, I, I don't even techno, like, <laughs> dude, it's fantastic. There's also like a vast story, so like, you know, like, you will die eventually. That's just how roguelites are. But like, every time you die, you learn more of the story. So, like, I have well over 100 hours, I have probably like 200 hours in a the game. There are still more voice lines and more story bits I haven't seen and heard. <laughs> it's just, Insane, like it's amazing. It's very, very good. Yeah, I think it did one um, game of the year on a few, few outlets. Yeah. So um, yeah, yeah. Given your review, it, it sounds like it deserves it. So, um, what, what's the what's the art style? Is it? It's kind of like cel shaded. Um, yes, I did. You've yes. seen, um, like you've seen Bastion, right? Bastion. That's. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have you seen a game called Transistor? Hmm? Dwayne has. No. It's, um... <laughs> well, tra- Transistor's 2D, right? This is, um... Yeah, it's like... It's like a, a kind of cel-shaded yeah. art yeah. style and, mm-hmm. like, a, yeah. from a top-down point of I've view. I've seen Hades, yeah. Okay. So Hades and Project Winter has the same kind of a camera view. If 
you will. Yeah, because you can't affect the camera. You yeah. can't turn yeah. it or anything. Fixed camera, okay. But um, it's it's very like it's, it's cartoonish. Yeah, it's cartoon, but, but it's like kind of. No, I want to say anime. It's kind of. It reminds me of that show on Netflix almost. Blood of Zeus. Yes. Like the oh, art okay. style is literally like Blood of Zeus. Okay. In fact, I, I'm pretty sure Blood of Zeus like maybe got yeah, some it's inspiration. It's funny how both of them are the same Greek exactly. Mythology. Yeah. <laughs> no relation. Right. No. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, Hades is to the top of my list right now. Um, I actually um, dipping into Persona Five Royale. Really. Man. If you're a weeb. I know you guys are out there. <laughs> Play Persona Five. It is. It's it's a, it's a work of art. It's not for everybody. I don't know if a lot of people know about it, which you know, locally anyway. But like, you know, you there's the RPG side where you you know you go on like your little dungeon crawling adventures and you fight, you level up, and then there is the school side where you're a high school student. And you go to school. You like you really go to school, and you're in class. <laughs> you have to answer questions. Yes. You have to decide like what you doing after school. Are you gonna work part time? Are you gonna <laughs> hang out with friends? Are you gonna go home and work out? Like, <laughs> but everything affects your character in some way. If you hang out with friends, your bond grows, and like maybe they'll do like an extra action in combat. Or if you go to your part time job, you get money to buy weapons. It's Hmm. It's deep. Like that, that the game cool. is like 150 plus hours. Easily. Like it's crazy. Also for the Switch? No. I wish. Oh, Perso- oh no, no, Persona 5, yeah. yeah that's, that's, you that's, know, that's, that's Sony yes. exclusive, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I know I know Switch also gets lucky with some of those Japanese titles. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> that would be like, the that, perfect Switch game, dude. To have that on the go. Oh my god. You would never get any work done. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, man. A couple of cool games, yeah. Um, I'm surprised you didn't. Well, I don't know if you have, but um, Season 8 for Apex, have you touched I mean, it? Yeah, I just got back yesterday. I, I, played a, I played a little bit yesterday, I played a little bit today, just to get a feel of it. I like it. I like it so far. Um, Thoughts on the new character, Fuse? Um, He's good. Not fantastic, but he's good. Mm-hmm. I like his... Um, it's pretty offensive. Yeah, his tactical and his passive are fantastic. Very much. So. Like dumb good. <laughs> I like you almost don't need guns. Sometimes. I definitely wouldn't say that. But yeah, I mean, hundred <laughs> percent not. But <clears throat> there are situations where, like, I'll run out of ammo, but my team will still be fine. I'm like, fuck it, I have grenades. So yep, yep, send it. That's <laughs> And like the fact that you can stack two grenades per slot now, like 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 the old good old days, dude. So you could just send it, dude. Just your team fighting, and grenades just come in. <laughs> like but. one thing I have to stop doing with him though is killing myself at all. I've never done that to him. <laughs> there, I have a problem <laughs> because, like, literally every time I would like not, I won't say every time, but there's a there's been a few times where I would bust his up and it would it would hit. Like my teammate that ran in front of me, oh, okay, uh, 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 the, the ledge of our yeah, yeah. Or building, and then I'm ran a fire pouring on me, mm. yeah. and now I run out of fire and I have to heal or like dropping me. Or... But I would say though, his ult is good for to catch people. Like when you, when you catch people like looting, mm-hmm. looting like crates, you can just 
drop the fire on them and then bust his tactical on top of that. Yeah, yeah. So you, you can't stay inside of it and you have to run out of it and you, you know, pick it up on fire. He's, his ult is, to me, like, well, the combination. Because all by itself is all right. But a combination of the ult and the tactical, pretty strong. Not to mention, you can, and the passive too, because you can throw thermites in there too. Yeah, yeah. You can really ruin a whole team. I have soloed people with this guy. And I have, like, not, I mean, like whole teams. The whole teams, yeah. Like, and I, and I haven't done that in a while. Not since probably season two or three of Apex, probably. Yeah, I mean, he's good. He's definitely, um, definitely a much better release than Rampart. Yeah. <laughs> like, but the the hair water buff. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't usually had to see how how good it is, but I think it would, like for people that play a lot of Fortnite, I think she could. Uh, you know. Appeal to. Because <laughs> uh, in the middle of fight, you can just drop it, and that's forty-five. As opposed yeah. to give you the holds up a twenty-five percent deal. Like that's true. It could, it could be pretty strong if you know. That's, yeah, that's that's, that's, not, that's, a, that's a good point. The thing is, Apex is such a, a heavily movement-based game. Like if you fight anybody good in Apex, it's not the Civil War, right? They're not gonna <laughs> stand up. And, All right, your turn. Like no, like people slide into you. They wall jump into you. They. Yeah. Octane jump pattern, which is bonkers. Oh, now, it's by the great! Way. It's so good right now. So like Rampart is like, so high with this thing, though. you know, you drop a wall that faces one direction, but now Octane is behind you. <laughs> so do you drop another wall which has its own animation, mm-hmm. and now he's shooting an R three one, so that that forty five HP that that building wall has is done. Erase is gone. And now you're getting erased, and now you have to wait. To, you know, it's like yeah, but if if she has time to set. Up, then uh, she's obnoxious. Or even a, even a range too. I think it could be pretty strong too. Well, definitely. Like, I feel like sniping is is how I would play Rampart. Yeah. You put up a wall and you just <laughs> have have the time of your life. And uh, what I see a lot of people don't do is they don't double wall. Double wall. Of course. Like why wouldn't you put up one wall? Obviously, it's gonna break at some point. Put up another one. You know, obnoxious. That shit is, dude. Dude, sometimes I, I do like a whole wall, like, I, especially like in a, in a building. Mm-hmm. If you put up your walls alongside the wall of a building, mm-hmm. you can now run the whole side of that building and anybody in the room anywhere. Yeah. They're getting amped fire. Yep. She, she, she's good, but she's too situational for me to put her in a rotation too strong. But I would say I do like using an amped cover with a sentinel that's charged. That's just stupid. Dude. <laughs> Have you ever used it? Um, not with the sun. I've used a triple take with her walls a lot, which is obnoxious. Dude, you power up a sentinel like that is like a crab on a ball. You can make your own crab with, with Rampart. And two, like, like you're doing 100 plus to the body. Damn. 200 to the head. Like, you could one shot now with this thing, man, boy. I mean, granted, it's a lot to do. Because you got to yeah, put those walls, you got to put the walls, charge, yeah. But, that man leave you do it. Yeah. And I mean, now when you think about it, with the addition of gold extended mags, mm-hmm. like, you just, you, you bust your sentinel a couple of times and switch, you know, wait five <laughs> seconds of that shit, recharge, and switch back, get, get going again. Yep. Yeah. Gold, mag, gold mags are pretty strong. I ain't even going to lie to you. I haven't effectively used them yet, to be honest. But um, I have like once or twice. Have you used the the thirty thirty? Yes, I like it. I like it too. 
I like it. If you if you have the aim for it, it's very good. Cause it's 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 the perfect cross between the a sniper rifle and like a like a forty five. Yeah. Because like like if you charge that first shot and you land like you take the time to line it up, let's say you get a headshot, mm-hmm. bam. You you pretty much win that fight. Yeah, yeah that after they just happen <laughs> to the body and or head whatever, whatever the catch. You win that fight. Yeah. So. But yeah, it's, for that reason, it, it's pretty strong. Like, even the, even if you don't catch a headshot on the first shot, you catch to the body. After that, it just happened. Like once that first shot shot land, you don't have to charge any more shots. In. I mean, you could, but the way I use it is charge shot and then just tap it out. I mean, the thing is, like, it has a is a lot going for it because the the charge shot is amazing and the rate of fire is good. It's not like pow, pow. It's like pow, 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 pow. Like yep. And a lot of people have been like saying that they don't like the the single bullet thing, but mm. I think it's it's cool because one, it's it's a quick reload. Let's say you know we've all been in those fights where y- yeah you, you know your clip done and now you have to wait for this whole yeah. reload animation. You can just pop one bullet and finish the fight. Talking about reloads, that Spitfire reload now. Yikes! Yeah. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> they had to do something. Though. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's good now. The, the, the like damage the buff. The, the damage buff and the rate of fire. Yeah. The rate of fire is, is heavier now, so like... Yeah. So I, like, I, so much more people using it now. I, I love it now. Yeah, yeah. I, I've it. always liked it. A certain someone, Cardoon, hates it, but... I, I, I used to <laughs> I used to like it when the game, when like, back in season one, season two. And to me, they had, they had, to me, they had nerfed it into the ground for my, for my liking. The damage wasn't that great. And I just felt like I was shooting people forever before they before they die. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was mostly stuff for like long range, like for long to mid range, you could do good damage because it's pretty accurate. For LMG, it's a pretty accurate LMG, so you you could just keep them bullets on fire to for like cover fire or you know. Dude, even close range, I'm telling, just shoot from the hip. Yeah, well, yeah the, yes, and yeah, you no, will tear no, somebody apart, yeah, dude. No, definitely, most definitely no. I mean, that's that's, that's that's mostly what I do. Actually, yeah, actually, I have a clip. Yeah, where where I was using the. 30-30 and the um, Spitfire, Spitfire where, where, where I, I got the final kill the, f- the final two kills one was with the Spitfire another one was the 30-30 yeah, Spitfire is really good yeah um, the alternator got a little slight buff well, well, actually, have you picked it up yet? yeah I, I always use alternate. I prefer that over the R99 just cause um, the accuracy the, the recoil of the 99 I just <laughs> I just can't be asked to you know deal with this that, crap that's a hip, for me that's a hipfire gun all the time there's yeah. no point looking under the rear. Yeah, well, at, at close range you can look down. And I mean, with, with a stabilizer, you could you can mess with it. Mm. At least I, I can mess with it. But... Hip fire alone. I, I hit like you hit, you hit fire like if you close range you hit fire somebody, you could melt. Yeah, especially like if they're right on you. Dude, a dude one clipped me today with this thing, and I was just like, "What?" So dumb. I, I didn't even have a chance to react. Just exactly. <laughs> dead. Once once majority of the bullets land, like ninety percent, eighty percent. You're done. See you. Yeah, I do like how um how they buffed my boy. Oh, Mirage. Mirage. Oh my Dude. God. This oh the God. This. <laughs> Dude, the thing is, I was getting bamboozles today, and I I never like because that's my main, so I never fall for bamboozles. Never, never. And I'm like footsteps, footsteps. I'm like, okay, bam. You got bamboozles. I'm like me. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, dude, yeah. that footstep buff is insane. Yep. And I heard a devs talk about it. like they say like he can probably get like they always keep making tweaks to it because yeah. the purpose of his you know moves is to trick you. Mm-hmm. And once people stop falling for it, they have to do something to to address it. So they're gonna always be making tweaks to it. So because you remember how he was when he first came out, he was strong, but then it was 
it was pretty easy to spot, you know, yeah. what Bamboozle looked like. But then when they gave him the ability to control it, that made it a little bit better. And then his when his alt changed, where there was just everything, just a bunch of mirages everywhere, that made it better. And now that I make up footsteps, mm-hmm. you can just because everybody listens for footsteps. When you send these heck out for the for campers, they they're gonna respond. Exactly, you have to. It's footsteps. You, you can't ignore to. it. There's no, and even if like because if you just send them is one thing, but you can even control them and you can run, stop, walk. Like, he he could really mess you up in them footsteps. In. I mean now. Like, my favorite thing to do now with, with, like, Mirage is just to play like a decoy, right? Mm. So, like, somebody sees your Mirage. Walking backwards. And then you go in, well, you already know. <laughs> and then, like, you go into cover, and then you just sound the decoy. Like, nine times out of ten, they'll be like, okay, well, that's a decoy. He's trying to trick me. Dude, if you just run straight and don't even move, they'll be like, <laughs> you know, that's, all right, that's a decoy. You got it. <laughs> and sometimes, like, I'll, I'll leave the decoy there. It's so like when they eventually push it, like they shoot in the decoy, and they're like, "Wait, <laughs> wow, <don't plan> <laughs> <laughs> are you gone, dude? You you good to go?" That, that is pretty good. I, I've never done that, but that's that's pretty. I good. mean, you, it takes balls though, because you know. Yeah, because yeah, some people don't shoot anything. That, uh, like, of course. But some yeah. people don't care the game on balls, they must go. Yep. But yeah, season eight seems great. Um, the map changes. I still haven't yeah. really got to. See everything. Oh, it's it's so much. But um, yeah, it did change a lot. Yeah, Kings Canyon's always getting a facelift, like almost every two seasons. I'll take it over World's Edge dude. any day. I'll take <laughs> it over World's Edge any day. I miss Olympus though, but yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it'll come back. Yeah, I'm sure it'll come back. Yeah. Just you know, getting people used to the new Kings Canyon. But yeah, new areas like artillery. The whole the whole wall back there is blowing out, and there's a whole mm-hmm. new area there. Slums are gone. Yeah. I don't mind that because I mean were people really dropping in slums like that though mm. honestly not really not really so that was pretty much a huge amount of wasted space on the map it's true <laughs> and um, Skulltown's been gone so yeah they had to add a new area so I'm surprised I haven't brought that back like that's a fan favorite like yeah but it's gone gone it's gone gone yeah but yeah Apex still solid uh, I'm loving season 8 I, I got few wins so far not a ton but so far so good I think I only get one or two I don't, I don't really play it because as much as I should but yeah but in other news what's your what's your thoughts on WandaVision haha <laughs> yeah let's get um, into it boy are we gonna well yeah well big spoiler warning oh wait that's true if, if you guys are gonna watch WandaVision and you haven't um definitely check out right here or um yeah we're gonna get into some spoilers real quick so uh, I, would, I would recommend fast forwarding at least yeah you, you can, uh, if you're if, if you haven't watched it you, you can fast forward to fight talk um cause we're gonna get into some spoilers up until fight talk so but uh yeah WandaVision um I have loved it from episode one from the first me too two minutes I was into it there's a lot of haters People, a lot of people didn't like it Dude. oh this is trash let me let me tell you what my wife calls them, bro. She would be like, "Them bandwagoners." Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I even see a Facebook post today saying like, "If you if you if you couldn't like it was friend one that was like, if you couldn't love me in episode one and two, you don't deserve, yeah, you don't deserve me in episode <laughs> five and six. Like one, 
Like, I mean, okay, so so you don't have to be a, a comic head to 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 love WandaVision. But to, in my opinion, you do have to be a true Marvel fan. If you write it off from the first one or two episodes, it's like, are you, are you kidding me, bro? Like, yeah. name me the last time Marvel put out something that, like, wasn't fantastic. Because I can't think of it. And what, what I like about it is, is like, Marvel, they, they like to take their time with stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's something a lot of other um, publishers or a lot of, you know, like DC could take, you know, could look at and see like, hey, this is this is this is the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. And they'll take their time. Like, I like the fact that I only pulled the two episodes first to build up that have you thinking like, okay, what's going on? Here? Yeah. And then slowly give it to you. You know what I mean? Then give you everything one time. Like slowly give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> like right now, episode six can't come fast enough. Yeah, yeah, dude. I um oh man. That's gonna be lit. Um Yeah, I mean overall art style, like I like what they did and they paid you know homage to like all these you know older sitcoms oh, whatever. Yeah. it's great but that threw a lot of people off but like even, even my wife that watching it like she was utterly confused because she was expecting MCU and I was like no no just just keep watching just know that there's, there's I was like there's a reason this happened that's all you have to know mm-hmm. everything happened in, in you know Avengers Endgame and everything yes oh that still happened but there's a reason everything you see is happening right now and they they gonna give it to you, and if, if you for people that that familiar with you know the House of M storyline and all these different you know, other stories, we, we kind of know what's going on. We win for the the big, the big, yeah. you know, reveal. Like, I up, so. I fight myself every time we watch this because I don't want to see too much, and I like ruin it for my wife. So I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> let's just check out what happens now. <laughs> <laughs> like, but um, yeah, dude, I love it. Um, so far, I love um. Um, I I just I just love the characters they're introducing. Um, I, of, yeah, I forgot the name of the Chinese dude. Oh yeah, he's great. He's fantastic. They're, I mean, they're, granted, everything I ever see him in, he's great. But he's great in this. He's they're, hilarious. They're they're actually, they're actually pitching him pitching a show for him now. They should. That's that's money. <laughs> yeah, he, um, he's he's spectacular. I like. What are your thoughts on them introducing Monica Rambo? I'm hyped. You know, I I hope they do her justice. That's what she's, I'm that's what I'm wondering because she's. Uber powerful? That's and that's the thing, right? I, I don't see them giving her her full power. Set. As powerful as she is, she's not like a huge character in the comics. Which which is strange to me. Is it because she's black? I mean, I mean, <laughs> she just never, you know. I mean, you know, popular maybe. Maybe, but the thing is, you know, that there, there are uber powerful, you know, black heroes in Marvel as well. So it's yeah. like, you know, I don't know, but the fact that she's in the show. And um, she has such a big role in WandaVision. And we already saw like a, a little glimpse of her having, mm-hmm. you know, a little um, beef with Captain Marvel. Do you guys see that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, well... Um, and I think they even showed like her... I think she has her powers already. You think so? I think so. When they did the, 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 the body scan, it's like, there's nothing here. There's nothing, yeah. I think it was just pure because she's pretty much... Um, she was like, no, 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 don't worry. Like, and she, she got up quick. So I think she already has her powers. And I also think that's why she was able to to go in and come out with like pretty much unfazed. Yeah, because her power is energy based, and you know, mm-hmm. wall is energy and G. I wouldn't say unfazed because she did change, but well, yeah. And yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, let's let's be real. Like, if if Wanda wanted something to happen to her, yeah. <laughs> dude, I can't wait for um, Doctor Strange, man. Because the, the rumor, well, this is rumors, but it's saying she she potentially could be the main bad guy. 
in oh for Doctor Strange. I, I that's I, what I heard. I heard. I heard other rumors. I hope and, not. And the other rumors, I think, is more more realistic to what my home Marvel. Well, is. I've heard that and see how in this happened. Like, uh, yeah, see, I was at five. I was like, I'm hyped for that. She plays a good villain. Man. Yeah, I mean, when she when she come up for that man and she like, she's an Olsen. I mean, she she <laughs> <laughs> when she do the whole like you know. Hey, I pay tribute to her father and turn the guns on these man. Yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, she but, could, like, she could play a good villain. I think. I think she makes a good villain. I mean, manic. I would. I I am very curious to see where this will lead, right? Because she's an Avenger, and um, you know, the movies don't really have Avengers to throw in, to, you know, just weights. Yeah. You know, in, in a comic, you like, okay, well, we have, like, a million of you guys. <laughs> but, like, it's, it's, if you turn her into a bad guy, that's, like, one less Avenger. You know, it, I just, I don't know where it's going to lead. I'm very interested. Um, I'm loving the way they're showing her powers are just... <laughs> Finally. You know, through the roof. Finally. And they're even acknowledging it in-universe. Like, well, we've never seen her powers on this scale before. Yeah. And the, you know, so that's really cool. It's really good. Cause I remember, like, I just conversation with my kids. Like, I remember my kids was saying, like, you know, who better in like is DC better than Marvel? Blah, blah, blah. And this was like I think about a year or two ago. And I was like, yeah, you, like you guys don't know this, but you see, you, you see that Scarlet Witch there that just flying around <laughs> doing all that. Like, she could erase everybody that and 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 that you know, Supergirl and Flash and all that shit. Like, she could erase all of them, like if she just wanted to. And they they they, they couldn't like understand. I was like, yeah, like. In the comics, you know, this is like this is how strong she is. In the mo- in the movies, they don't have it as strong, but just know. And I'm glad that now it's showing it. I mean, my kids they, they started watching whatever, and it was like, "What is this?" And they, just, <laughs> they just tuned out. Yeah. So I was like, I, I need to get them back into it. Like, hey, look, I need to finish this, you know. But yeah, they, they tuned out after episode. They didn't even finish episode one. They were like, "What is Damn. this? <laughs> what are we watching?" Well, I mean, I, it, it's so cool though, because like the, her powers are so interesting, dude. Mm-hmm. Even even in in the show when um, they were talking about her power set, they're like, oh, you know, telepathy and telekinesis, mm-hmm. like that that scene reminded me of like a, a page in the comics, like briefly before House of M started, where um, Scarlet Witch was training with an actual witch, and mm-hmm. the witch was trying to teach her spells and stuff, so. A lot of things were going on in, in um, the Avengers at that time. Like I think Hawkeye had just died, actually, and um, Doctor Strange was talking to someone, and he's like, "Well, where is Scarlet Witch?" And they're like, "Oh, she's with um, you know whoever learning some spells. You know, she's learning some more of her hex magic." Mm-hmm. And Doctor Strange is like, "She's she's doing what?" <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, she's learning some hex magic." Doctor Strange is like, "Oh, okay. Well, I'm Sorcerer Supreme. I know all magic." I'm telling you, there's no such thing <laughs> as hex magic. I don't know what she does, but it's not magic. Mm. And like, like all Avengers were like, "What happened?" <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, all those years, like no one actually knew her powers. Mm. She didn't even know her powers. And I feel like that's what this show kind of is. Mm-hmm. And you know, we're just seeing more and more of that every episode. And I don't know if you, I don't know if you realize, it, but they did pay homage to the hex match, hex match. Yeah, 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 yeah. By you know the whole field being a hex. A hex, yeah. And there's actually like I saw um, a Easter egg video where they were showing a bunch of hexes showing up in other, other places as well on the show. Oh. Like, I don't know, I don't know what a guy name is the. I guess he's the one in charge 
the Rambo. Had, oh yeah, his, yeah, his yeah. plaques on the wall was his plaques on the wall was in the shape of a hex, and the mat on the floor had hexes on them. Hmm. I don't know what that means, but that was there. Yeah. What do you What are your thoughts on that guy? Um, I've heard a lot of different theories. One I kind of like is him being a scroll, but I don't know how that would make sense to what's going on. The only reason I say that is because um, I know they want to do a secret invasion. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I did and hear those rumors. I do know that, well, Nick Fury is up on a, on a sword, on sword base, yeah. base with scrolls. So, being that it is, a, they, he is part of sword. Like, I figure, I, I, some, some tell me he might be a scroll. I don't know. But there might be something more sinister. I mean, everybody, every video you look at, everybody say Mephisto, Mephisto. This person's Mephisto. This is that person's Mephisto. And it's like, <clears throat> I feel like people run it with a story and there's not much evidence. There's not much. There's not a whole lot of evidence for it. I feel like let's just like play out. I think everybody grab onto that story and like but because of House of M and everybody know also because you know the, baby kids the kids and all that stuff. Yeah, the reason that the whole kids came about was, was you know mm-hmm. to embody Mephisto and all that stuff. Which what do you th- what are your thoughts on, on our kids or like the, the kids <clears throat> how they're aging them quickly? I guess to kind of do a, a young Avengers. I'm thinking that that's what they're. I think that's what that's they're why going. they're going. Yeah. Um. You know, well, I mean, you guys know me. Kids are disgusting. <laughs> but um, I, I, I'm curious to, to see where they're going with it. If they're just a plot device, if they're going to grow into, like, their teenage selves and, like you say, have a Young Avengers type of thing going. I, I, I can definitely see that. Actually. And if they do become Young, young Avengers, if their powers are going to stay true to the comics. And, um, yeah, I don't know. But, um, it's gonna be interesting. Right now, I I, I kind of feel like they're just a plot device, so you know, Vision could be like, bro, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. The reason why I think they're gonna be more is because I, I don't think they would include the, the the aging, aging them up in that. If there was a plot device, they would just be babies or kids. Well, like you know, just have just have kids and then they'll just be there. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like they're trying to rush them because there there is a um um a Kate Bishop. Is um, already casted to be in Hawkeye show. Mm-hmm. Oh really? So, yeah, yeah, that I know. And um, someone else. You have uh, Miss Marvel. You have, yeah, the, yeah, the Miss Marvel. Kamala Khan is getting a show as well. So I think. Do we know who they've cast for that? Yeah, yeah, it's no. It's, really? it's out there. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's oh. Indian chick. If, if you want, if you, if you follow Marvel, it's not even like rumor stuff. It's actual Marvel. Yeah, Marvel, Marvel, Marvel put, put out, out stuff. stuff yeah, okay, cool. About the chick. So I think they're trying to build to a Young Avengers, and again, like you said, they're doing it the slow route. Mm-hmm. So I think you will see, you know, that in the very near future. I don't know if it's going to be a show or a movie. I don't know how a successful show, it would be. A show would be nice. I think a show would be better because that I don't think you know the casuals are going to see Young Avengers and be like, "Who are these guys?" Yeah. They want to see their their Captain Americas, their Iron Mans, their Spider Mans. Mm-hmm. Who are these alternative versions of my heroes? A, a show would be nice in the in the sense that you know, like. It could be something. Well, it depends. It, should, it needs to be longer than eight episodes. I feel. It needs to be like a, a decent length show. Like it's something like you know, kids like, kids like like the like, the, like your CW type shows and all that kind of like. Oh no! It could be. <laughs> I, I I I know it sounds terrible, but I no. it could be something that you know, a, a teenage a teenage crowd could. My heart wouldn't be able to take that, dude. Have you seen those CW shows lately? Um, um, Not I, lately. No. I don't watch my kids love them but I, I hate you would them. throw up in your mouth I hate all of sir. them I hate all of Supergirl, them Supergirl hot garbage Flash the disgrace 
Legend of Tomorrow. I don't even know if that's still going on. Just Batwoman. What? Oh, oh man. Oh my but god. My wife just started that, by the way. She oh. was, just started season two. I'm like, don't don't waste your time, dude. Like, check out him. I wanted to watch it. I was like, mm, nope. Bottom of the barrel television, dude. Garbage. Like the Flash actually was a decent show. It was. I, the first couple seasons, I was I was in. And they drive like man. <laughs> <clears throat> that show is like just driven into the ground dude like is very like inconsistent one with his power level two the villains get worse every season <laughs> like I don't know man yeah that will like the only thing I would say that I like about CW shows now is like the, the big crossovers yeah big crossovers are, crossovers are kind of cool just cause there's so many characters and so much stuff going on <clears throat> but um yeah I, I would hate to have Marvel start pumping out those kind of shows dude nah just keep it keep it quality yeah but um yeah so far so good though uh, I would say you know with everything WandaVision I'm definitely looking forward to season 6 episode 6 episode 6 sorry oh what, well be, before we get out of the WandaVision oh we, yeah we didn't address the elephant in the room huh Pietro yeah what <laughs> Bro, they recasted Pietro? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Oh my god. Nobody, nobody knows no. what's happening here. You don't know if he's being recasted. No. You don't know if. We know exactly what's happening. We know exactly what's happening. What's happening is exactly what fans have wanted. Multiverse? All these years. It's mutants and the MCU. That's it. That's I, it. I absolutely guarantee you, dude. This is the same Pietro but, from the Fox movies. But yeah, that's the thing. So I, I, don't, I don't think it's a recast, though. It it's could, not. It could be they're pulling him from the multiverse. Right? Exactly. So th- this dude, dude, I'm, I'm, like, I guarantee you, this is going to lead to some way, somehow, us finally getting mutants in the MCU. And, um, but, yeah. but what if what if he's just... what Because we don't know. We're assuming this, right? Mm-hmm. And we're assuming that, of course, he's saying you know he's her brother and everything, but... What if he's just playing a completely different character in the, in the show? Nah. I would stick my money on it. Nope. You could bet me right now. Anybody who's listening, hit me up. Bet me right now. I got money to, to burn. Not really. But anyway. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, dude. He shows up. He already said, you know, like, <clears throat> what's up, sis? Whatever. Mm-hmm. That's her brother. This is Quicksilver from the friggin' Fox movies. Dude, I'm telling you, dude. This is, this is the way. It's so I don't know. I, I, I don't know what they got it's like complete mind blown. And everybody's saying they say like they just have a bigger reveal at the end of the show as well. Oh yeah? That's what I'm hearing. They're saying that it's just like this is a little a little wet whistle, but Dude, if this is a wet whistle <laughs> that means like the big reveal could possibly be, be even more mutants, bro. Yeah, it could be Magneto. It could be Magneto show up. I die. Complete, da- <laughs> com- complete data. I would die. That's why. That's why I went from heart. Just explode. That would be, be sick, dude. But like, like for real, like fans have been speculating for years. Like, how can Marvel possibly logically get get mutants? You know, in 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 the MCU, mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't have the rights before, and mm-hmm. all this. Yep. You know, they just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and now they figured it out. So, yep. But yeah, we'll take a quick little break. We'll come back and get into some more stuff. Maybe even some fight talk. So stick with us. And in the meantime, listen to some uh, some kind words from a lot of our listeners. Episode 50. We got a couple of messages from a couple of people. So um, yeah, check those out and we'll be right back. 
Congratulations on your successes, guys. I'm so proud of what you've been able to accomplish. And and I really hope the very, very best for you in the future and that you have even much more successes to celebrate. Congrats. Just sending a huge shout out and congratulations to the Isaac boys, especially my dear friend, Dwayne. You guys are doing great things, big things, always have great messages and always a pleasure to listen to them. Congrats, guys. Hey, guys, I want to say congratulations on your 50th episode. I am so proud of you guys. Like you guys did it. I'm going to be here for your 100 episode and many more after that. Um, I knew you guys could do it. I am so proud of you guys once again. Congratulations. Hey, awesome job, guys. Congrats on the 50th. Um, Dwayne and Dwight, you guys are doing an amazing job. EIVN is really taking off. It's amazing. Um, Anchor is an awesome platform where you guys' content can be viewed and listened to. So, Keep going with that. Keep pushing forward. Y'all got big plans, I know, for VIVN. I can't wait to see you guys unfold them. I know I'm late on a lot of stuff, but other than that, uh, I try my best to keep up with it. But other than that, I'm very proud of you guys. Good luck moving forward. Isaac, boys, congratulations. 50 episodes. You guys are doing a fantastic job. Keep up the great work. Keep dropping new content. And know you always got the support from the brothers out there. Hey guys, congratulations on your 50th episode. Keep up the good work. IBPC for the win. We out here. Congratulations on 50. And we're back. Thank you for sticking with us. Yeah, a lot of kind words from a lot of uh, good people, a lot of our are you know for lack of a better term diehards yep people have been riding with us for a long time sharing a lot of encouragement so you know just it's a good thing you know to see people enjoy your content to see people you know encourage you to keep doing what you're doing feels good i like it appreciate all you guys that took the time to send those kind words just letting you guys know we love you right back so yep thank you guys for all the support and with your continued support, we'll continue to bring you what you like, which is the podcast and this great content. So, thanks again. And without any further ado, oh, also a uh, uh, shout out to Dr. Wolfman um, for the first half of the the podcast. Uh, thank you for stopping by and showing some love. And I think we had a, a good segment yeah, there. It was a good, it was a good, it was fun times. I mean, you know, it's always good to have guests on. Uh, especially him. This is, I think it's the second time on now. Yeah, and you know it's, it's always a good time. We, we we really get into the the game stuff. So it's and, yeah, it definitely brings a, a different energy. So, but uh, yeah, um, this past weekend, um, the fights um weren't too bad. I mean, overall, I, I didn't I didn't catch most of the prelims. Um, we we did have a lot you know going on this weekend, so I missed a lot of the prelims. However, the main card um. A couple of things, a couple of notable fights on there. What are your, your take on the the first fight, which was um, what was the opening fight? I'm trying to remember. The opening fight was with Diego Ferreira versus um, Dariush. Yes, Dariush, the, yeah, the Dariush fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Dariush, um, just showing that he's you know, yeah, he's crafty vet. 
That's what he does. He's a he's a guy that I, I think can do big things in the division. He just has to get, you know, his mind right. He, he, needs, a, he, he needs the right momentum. Yeah. Because you, you can see he has the skills. Like, his stand-up is pretty tough, you know, tough to deal with. He has good grappling. Uh, obviously, that's, that's where he shines, so. Um, um, yeah, but um, Ferreira definitely, uh, he, he brought it, though. I mean, it was a split decision win, but I, I, th- I think the, the right person won. Yeah, most definitely. And then the, the Alexandria Pantoja versus um, Manel Cap, as they pronounced it. Yeah, um, Pantoja, you know. It was, it was a strange fight because Cap definitely had the speed advantage. Mm-hmm. There was a clear, distinct speed advantage, but he didn't capitalize on it. He was, he was very selective with his shots. It's like he was going more for stats than actually winning the fight. Yeah, I don't know. More, more like a point fighter. As opposed to being, you know, and Pantoja, even though Pantoja, you know, he, he lacked the speed, of, he lacked the speed, but he he made up what he lacked in speed, he made up in activity, and that's what ended up winning him the fight. And Cap was um, disappointed, but that's up to you, dude. You you had you had three rounds to to show something, you know, put some more activity in there. I mean, he was he was landing, but because he had a speed advantage, but he wasn't. He, it's like he was just like he was just landing just for landing's sake. He wasn't following up. He wasn't doing, you know, what he needed to do. Yeah. Then of course you had a great fight with Clay Guida and um Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson. Two nice, vets, a nice two. old veteran fight. Yeah. Unfortunately with Michael Johnson, he his Achilles heel is still his Achilles heel. It looked like it, it looked like it, that's not going to change for him. He, so he will always have that problem. Grappling has always been his, you know, Achilles heel. He just never addressed it, and you know that's why I mean he, he's he's had good runs in the UFC. He's had great runs in the UFC. But he, he, has, what, he always gets stumped when it comes to grappling, like. Mm-hmm. Once, once anyone grapples that, and it's just basic like wrestling and all that, and he had at one point, you know, his his takedown defense was good, but you know that's it's, every gotta, time he loses because of that. So yeah, you got to work on that. He's not addressing it, and he, to go up against somebody like Clay Guida that's known for his cardio, that's known for his grappling, and and Clay isn't any, you know, he he's not a yeah, Clay isn't like a world class grappler, you know. He's not a young guy either. He's an older guy. He's you know, but he's just a big time vet, and like. With Johnson is like, he he has some wins over some notable names. Yeah, he has wins over Poirier, he has wins over um, El Kukui, mm-hmm. Tony Ferguson. Mm-hmm. You know he's beaten guys that are at the top of the division. So why isn't he there? And the only reason he's not there is because of his grappling. It's like literally, if he had just worked on that after know, the first couple of losses, then he'd, he'd be straight now. He but. would be up there with those guys, but he's. Unfortunately, he's getting beat by guys like Clay Guida. No, knock on Clay Guida, but he's not. Clay Guida is not. You know, he's not going to make a run for the belt. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's tough, but it's it, unfortunate. It, but it, it is what it is. Unfortunately, Michael Johnson still suffers from the same Achilles heel that he's had from the jump Year, years now. It's not a new thing. And it's if it hasn't changed now, it's just, I don't think it's ever going to change. It's, it's just. The UFC just needs to pair him with the strikers so we can get get some value out of him, and, and that's going to be it, unfortunately. Yeah. Then, of course, on uh, the the you know, flying knee hurt around the world, unfortunately for our good, you know, mm-hmm. good old vet Frankie Edgar. Frankie Edgar's been, you know, I hate to see what happened to him, but you know, Frankie Edgar is one of those guys that's been around for years. He's always been tough to put away because you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. we've seen but, Frankie hurt, but never. Out. I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you remember. I think we, we touched on it on the, on the podcast. I feel like Frank Edgar needs to retire. I said that the last, last time his last fought. last time he fought. I said that, 
I, I, even though he, I think he won that fight, right? Mm-hmm. He did. He won that fight, but I still felt like, you know, he's not. I don't know. He's he need. I felt he needs to retire, and I think now this kind of put a stamp on it. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people that they look at it as me hating on him or anything like that, but I don't think that's the case. It's just the game is evolving past him. The game has evolved past him, and now he now he's the state where he's just getting hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was pretty scary because he was out for a while. He was out. He was stiff. Even even Corey Sanhagen was, you know, he felt bad. You can see he was very disturbed by what he just did. But and he did it, it. He was almost emotional. The fact that he, you know, he did it to Frankie Edgar, and he, rightfully so, because you know Frankie being a vet, you know, yeah, a fan yeah. favorite. Corey, he he said he grew up watching him. So yeah, it's tough to to put away your <laughs> your heroes, but it, it, it's it is what it is. You know, he you know, when you sign the dotted line, you got to know that's got to be an outcome. Yep, and but but man, it, it was quite the flying. I mean, I mean, Frankie went stiff like was, immediately. Like it, he fought like like rigid. Yeah, it was. It it, it, it reminded me of um, Kasanganai versus um, what's his face? Oh, um, Buckley. Buckley. Yeah, he fought. St- it was like, stiff like that, but just from a different perspective. I was, he almost didn't look human when he fell. Like yeah, he looked like like a figurine. Like he was stiff. It was. It was very disturbing and unfortunately and he was out for a while too yeah because they, they had to take the camera off him because it was like this wasn't looking good yeah and you know everyone went silent and everything it's it, it's worse because there's no crowd or anything like that to kind of drown out so when everyone goes silent to you know mm-hmm. first recovery on. and everything it, it, it was even mm-hmm. more so because mm-hmm. there's no crowd so you can you know really you're really impacted by the silence and you're very concerning but he did get up. He did get up. You know, he's on the stool and everything. And then they, they stood him up, you know, when the referee, you know, does a thing. But even then, I noticed the camera panned away from him. I don't know if you noticed it, but, you know, mm. usually when mm. the referee's holding both their hands, mm. Frankie was there for like two seconds. And I think they saw something that they didn't want to see. And they're like, they nah. panned away from him. They panned away from him. He was hurt. He was still hurt, even though they stood him up. So, And it's tough to see, you know, guys in those situations. So Yeah, I mean, and again, 20, 28 seconds is all it took. Yeah. You know, you, you put in all these months of, training. of preparation and training. For 28 seconds worth of fight, it's 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 a tough, tough pill to swallow for Frankie. Um, for for Corey, I mean, I guess you know, I guess it's a quick paycheck. I mean, for both of them, it's a quick paycheck. But um, you know, when you, when you put in all that kind of, all that you know months of preparation, it's it's tough to see it. You you want to at least show what you've been working on, you know? Yeah. But but um, but Corey's looking great. I mean, he he's he's claiming for the he's calling for the belt now. Yeah, now that now that because he was one fight away and he lost that fight, and now now he's won two impressively. So it's like. Yeah. Even though he didn't win that fight, he did win two impressively after that. So yeah, two spectacular knockouts uh, against top top level against guys. top level guys. So he, he's definitely up there. And he said that wh- whoever wins, you know, that title fight between Peter Jan and, and um, Aljo and Aljo, which Aljo was the one that that, that knocked him off his high horse. So yeah, Aljo, Aljo choked him out. That would be an interesting. Quick. That would be an interesting rematch. Honestly, I think Aljo has enough to beat Peter Jan. So I think that's gonna that is gonna be the rematch. That's good. That's, I would prefer that because Pirion is not doing anything for the division. He's not. Alger would do more. Couple that with the fact that now you have a, a kind of a grudge match in that he he beat the number one contender already, and there's some. I, I, I wouldn't say there's bad blood, but uh, there, Sanhagen's taken it personally, so you there, could there, say there's there bad is blood. there is there is you know some hype you can build off of that. So mm-hmm. I think that's definitely the. I would like to see things play out that way. Now, of course, you know. It is a fight. So. This, it is a fight, and it is real life. So there's no way you can predict these things. Maybe Peter Yan is successful, and you know, but if Peter Yan wins, I, I think Corey has enough to beat him. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, Peter Yan is a great fighter, but again, he he does 
nothing to move the division nothing forward. For the division. He's not a very marketable person, you know. Unfortunately. The only time you even remember he's a champion is when they announced his fight. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh yeah, that's right. He is a champion. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, and then we moving on to the main event, of course, we had um Boy Alistair Overeem, which I actually picked for this one. Uh, yeah, I, we thought he was gonna win this one. But looking at Volkov. Drago. <laughs> no, Alexander they, they call him Drago and, and rightfully so he is He is huge. I know he is tall. But I think now he's putting on size. Now he's putting on size. You can see his shoulders filling out. Like before, he's had those weak shoulders. Yeah, and you know, kind of like dad bod kind of a thing. Yeah, going, but nah. he's putting on some mass now, and it's it's showing because he's mm. hitting like a truck. Like even when he just put his hand on over him to push him, he over was falling over. He was like, he just seems so much stronger. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he's on something because he he was he just seemed. Uber, like, he seems ridiculous. And, and the thing is, like Overham's always been the bigger guy in most of his fights. He's always been taller. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been you know. He was on the juice for a while. And he came off of it. He sized down, but he, he's he started to bulk back up. You know, he, he was working out. Over him's a big guy. Mm-hmm. But what, when I first noticed it, it was when when they did the weigh-ins, and I saw how much bigger um, Volkov was. Volkov was. I was like, oh, I didn't realize he was that big. Like, cause he he's stupid big. Cause I mean, when Volkov fought, you know, he fought um, some other guys, some other tall guys. So you know, it, didn't really, it wasn't really that noticeable. Mm-hmm. Like um, like Curtis Blades and like um, Derek Lewis and those other mm-hmm. guys. You know, we never really noticed how big he was. But seeing him against Overeem, I was like, oh, he's that big. Yeah, he's... And now he's putting on that size. And he's sporting a, a somewhat new uh, back tattoo. Before a huge he, back tattoo, yeah. Before he had, you know, the little... Um, it was like a ray or something like that. Like a manta ray. Mm. Like a devil ray. Which I always thought was pretty weird. <laughs> Suspect. <laughs> yeah, I was like, mm, kind of Moana. It reminds me of Moana kind of thing. It was like, mm. So it's kind of like... Well, like... Of all the tattoos, why would you land on that? You know what I mean? But he covered it up clearly. He covered it up with a nice big, nice big back samurai tattoo. back tattoo. Which looks looks great. Looks menacing. Now he's putting on this size. He's like he, he's going to be a problem. He, he's he's building his his character, I guess. You know, his the heavyweight division needs some excitement and because we we already have you know Ganu the traffic at the top the traffic at the top with Ganu and uh, Jones making come over. Now we have Volkov throwing his name in the mix. Heavyweight division is starting to shape up because it, it, it definitely needs some some new found, you know, umph. Yeah. Um, vigor or something. And I, I think a fight with him and him and Francis would be great. I don't know if they fought before, and if they did, it was probably early on, but I think a fight with Volkov and Francis would be a great fight. The thing with Volkov, he was just hit. Everything he hit over him with, it hurt. Yeah. You could see, like, everything that landed over him overreacted to him. He was like, oh shit. Like, he wasn't ready for that. And Jabs, after a while, like, was even, yeah, just a regular jab, mashing him up. I guess like he would just he would just like push him over or, or like to, like try to push him, and he like over would just fall over. It was like he just seemed ridiculously strong. He like, and they, they even the the announcers even made reference to like his legs. His legs looked huge. Yeah, and even the clinch. Over him supposed to shine in the clinch. Over him never got any clinch going. Woke up just overpowered him every single time. Like I said he's got to be on something. Yeah, maybe not, but maybe he's. Finally putting in the work now, but hats off to him. I mean, hats off I, I never really considered him a contender. I, to me, he was always seemed like a beatable guy mm-hmm. in heavyweight division. But now, yeah, it's so, so amazing how how one fight can just change your perspective on something. Same thing with like like um like Blakovich. Yeah, he always seemed like a beatable guy in the division. Now he's a champ. I, I always put Volkov in that same vein, mm-hmm. but who knows? Maybe maybe he follows that. Maybe he follows that same path. Maybe he's now. Gonna be the champ. Who knows? 
Well, I'm sure Stipe has a lot to say about that. Yeah, I heard Stipe says he has some some new tricks, so we'll see. Oh, Volkov and Stipe would be a good fight. Volkov and Stipe would be a great fight. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Stipe has to show something. Like Stipe doesn't fight too often. That's, a, that's my issue with him is that he needs to fight more regularly so he you know, get, so get a better like, you know, understanding of what he, what he brings to the table because... Yeah. It's easy to forget one. Steepa was on a tear for a while when he was on his come up, but mm-hmm. he became a champion. As he became a champion, I was like, all right. But he is a firefighter too, so yeah. he has other ob- obligations. Which you know, we thank him for that. You know, he's he's he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's doing his thing. Um, but next week, this, this weekend, this weekend, I should say, we got quite the banger mm-hmm. fight that was long. You know, long overdue. Long over. This fight's been building up forever. I'm glad we're finally going to get it. I can't wait for it. Of course, we're talking about the Nigerian nightmare, Kamar Usman versus Gilbert Burns, which Burns had, he was one of the breakout, breakout stars of 2020. You know. oh, 2020 or 2019? No, it was early 2020. That's what it was, yeah. It was early 2020 when he mm-hmm. went on that tear. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, COVID halted a lot of it, but he was just one of those guys that, you know, since the pandemic, he just was fighting often and was putting people out. Mm-hmm. He destroyed Damien Mai, which I was super surprised by. Because the thing is, like, he, his grappling is world-class. A lot of people really don't remember. Mm-hmm. When Gilbert Burns started, he was just straight jiu-jitsu. Yeah. But as soon as you put those hands together now, and he, he's, he's going to be a problem. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see if Kamara can, is going to take him down. Well, the thing and is... if he does, like, how, how he's going to deal with that, that ground? Because Gilbert has that, you know, well, jiu-jitsu. Well, the, the thing to deal with, the thing about, too, is that they, they've been... They're, they're teammates. Yeah, they're... They're actually, they were actually, I think they still are, or maybe not anymore. No, I think Kamaro left. Yeah, they were. The gym, but yeah, they were cur- up until this fight was announced. They were, they were teammates. Mm-hmm. They trained together, so they know each other's game. They know, well. they know each other's their game. Kids are, their kids their kids hang out. You know, their kids are friends. Everything like they're, it's they're friends. It's an interesting fight, mm-hmm. but it's business. Business is business. Hey, Burns went on that tear, and he's undeniable at this point. So. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be interesting and to he see. Had, and he had, he had no problem, and he had no problem with it. So it's hey, it is what it is. But that, but that, that card has some uh, some other pretty noticeable fights as well. Um, what I'm looking forward to is Jim Miller versus Bobby Green. Two oh, vet, yeah, two vets. Bob, Bobby Green is always good, good, good to watch. He, mm-hmm. he brings that energy. That um, for lack of a better term, black ignorance that we love. Yeah. So. Good to see every now and again. Um, we have Bilal um, Mohammed against um, Diego Lima is another fight that I'm looking forward to. Both well, those fights on the pre on the prelims that are going to be pretty cool. You also have Ricky Simone all the way on the fight fast prelims, which I thought was, was interesting. Um, he, I think he lost. He, his last he lost one. his last one, so last I can see he's he's a bit, he's on a bit of a skid. So, but he 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 can just show up and show out, and he, you know. Yeah, there's some other no, other, other noticeable names there, but if you getting back to the main card, yeah. main card. Who we got going on? Um, you have Maki Patolo from a uh, contender series who's had some ups and downs. He had some wins, had some losses. Um, but I always look at him as, you know, a guy that throws those, as he called him, coconut bombs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's going to be fighting Julian Marquez, who also got a show's bomb. So that, that, that's going to be a nice banger. And, and uh, you, I noticed when the USC put their cards together, they always put a good banger in the, as the first main fight. Kind of set the tone. Kind of set the tone, so... This one is no different. So that's going to be a good uh, first fight. Then you have uh, Pedro Munoz against Jimmy Rivera. Two guys that are very similar, in my opinion. Yep. Very similar styles. Even, they even look very similar. Extremely similar. Like, 
I, I oftentimes confuse these two. So the season finale is like, um, unfortunately, that being said, uh, this one's going to unanimous decision. This one's going to maybe a split decision, a unanimous decision. It's, it's going, it's going the distance. I don't see anyone getting knocked out. That's my mm. personal opinion. They both have knockout power, but they both they do. They both have not used it in their past couple of fights. You know what I mean? They haven't really. I see what I see. What, I see what, you what, what you're going with that. I see what you're going with that. Unless they find a, a new spark. I expect this one to to be uh I wouldn't say a sleeper, like you know you can. You know what? Those boys are pretty quick. They're 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 very fast, and it's it's going to be a little back and forth. You know, if you if you want to look at Pedro Munoz's last fight um, with with uh, Frankie Edgar, mm-hmm. you can get an idea of what, what, what to, to expect, expect with yeah. this fight. Yeah. I hear you. That's my personal opinion. Um, again, it is a fight. Anything can happen. And then you have Kevin Gastelum against uh, Ian Heinrich. Yeah, Ian Heinrich. That's. That's gonna be a great fight. It's gonna be a great, great fight. Ian Hanish has been on a tear. I, I like him from this. I mean, if, if and the, I want him to start winning because he has a really great backstory. Mm-hmm. I don't know all the details on it. I, I, know, I know it's the point where he 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 went to he at one point he was doing heists and stuff. He went to jail. Yeah, he was doing legit heists as a real life. You know, he, he's a real life you know career criminal. He was like. a career criminal, and he you know turned his life around. And Found if you talk to him now, he you know he he. he he doesn't seem like that kind of a person, but he was, you know. And he, he looks apart too. He look, but he, well, he, he kind of looks apart. But if he's, if he wants, he has he more starts, of a nice guy kind of vibe now. But yeah, you, you can tell there's some some darkness there. Yeah. But well, then the Kevin Gastelum is a guy that's you know was you know potential world champion at one point. Mm-hmm. And now he's he's been slitting. He's, he's been, been on a bit of a skid. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think after that Izzy fight, he hasn't quite been the same. Mm-mm. After Israel, you know, beat the brakes off of him, took him to you know. Knocking on death's door, he uh, never yeah. been quite the same since. Yeah, that. but but he's he's still, I, th- I still think he's dangerous. He, he's still he's still taking he, he's still very active, mm-hmm. which is what I like. He he's still taking multiple fights. You know he's he's in the, in the time that he's lost his number one contendership, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. He's fought a couple times to then ups and downs. You know, obviously, but he's still fighting. You know that's. I, 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 for a fighter, that's all you can do is just get back on that horse and, you know, do your best. Do your best. And then this fight is a fight that I'm, look, I'm looking forward to because my girl's on there, Alexa Grasso. Against Macy Barber. Yep, Macy Barber is the one that they're pushing, but I'm, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. Alexa Grasso, I've been watching her from since um, Invicta. Mm. And she's she's always impressed me. She. Since she's come to UFC, she hasn't used her her kicks as effectively that I used to see her do back in the day. But she's mm. she got some good kicks. Girl's got some good striking, and you know, just a matter of her putting it together, I think she can you know knock the hype train off the off the racks, so off the rails. So we'll see. I'm um, I'm definitely picking Alexa Grasso. Yeah, I mean, but not not so not because I not because I I don't think you know um, Macy Barber. Barber's not good because Barber's good. And she's she's being hyped for a reason, but. Alexa Grasso is, I think, is being overlooked in this fight. And then you have Kamaru Usman. This is Gilbert Burns, of course. We touched on that already. But yeah, good weekend of fights. And of course, we'll be there to cover it. Bring it back to you guys as, as we always do. I'm definitely looking forward to this weekend. Yeah, lots to look forward to. Now we touched on WandaVision, which can't wait for that. And then, of course, you have the UFC right after that. It's, it's going to be a good weekend. Like... Media is starting to come up with uh, stuff to uh, keep us occupied. Keep us occupied in this quote-unquote global pandemic. So, but all things considered, you know, things are slowly and surely coming back around. I think, you know, people, you know, things are starting to open up. 
mm-hmm. in a lot of places. So, yeah, eventually we're looking forward to life coming to somewhat normalcy, and you know, yeah, continue to live, continue to live, and enjoy the little, the little time we have left on this planet. Because you know, you never know when it can be taken away. So there you go. You don't want to take it for granted. You want to mm-hmm. capitalize on the time we have and make the best friend, of it. Yeah, with friends and family and loved ones and. Just enjoy each other. Yep. Way to end on a morbid note, but <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, but yeah, episode fifty. It's uh it's another one in the books, guys. Definitely appreciate you guys. You know, sticking with us, tuning in every week, and uh, sharing your love. We do appreciate that, of course. And as always, you guys be good to each other. Stay safe out there. Isaac boys out.